0: We hope you find our non-scholastic conversational and Croatian language approach helpful and are able to support our efforts. Ponochvala i se! everybody, and Dobardan, my favorite day of the week is here. Welcome to episode 7. We have an amazingly big, awesome show for you today. We have a special interview with a special guest, our girlfriend of the pod, Matea. She's going to tell us some really cool stories about what Croatians do back in the old country, growing food and what they do as families. It's going to be really exciting. We've got um, two really cool guys at my side helping me out. Again, I'm Uncle Mike. Let me introduce my my sidekicks, my my friend my my uh, my learning my, learn- my creation learning uh companions. We got Tony D. Hello. Hi, Tony D Kakosi. Ja
1: sam dobro. Sup-
0: uh, super fala puno. Super fala puno. Um the guy that works all the controls and press the buttons and makes things clap when we need it. DJ Mo Kakosi. Hello. Yeah, DJ Mo. Oh. DJ Mo freezing on the spot. I'm Looking gonna give you a you button. one more. You told more, me I push buttons. I had to find it. One more try, DJ Kakosi. Dobro. Okay, very good. Um, awesome guys. Let's 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 keep this show. We've got a big show, so we're gonna kind of try and move it along. Um, we're gonna go to our, our next our, our our segment. That is, uh, we didn't have much for last episode, but today we got something. We've got poshta with Tony D. You've got poshta. Hello, everybody.
1: Uh this is Tony D with a little bit of a post, uh post for y'all. Yeah. Um got someone on the Instagrams uh that uh, sent us over a message. Uh Rory Brooks 135. He writes in, "Hi LLC podcast, you guys are great." Yeah, good good choice. Thanks Rory. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Uh also continues to say, "Uh this is uh this is so there there's so little resources for learning learning Croatian and as I move there in February next year, I needed something to get started. LLC is that thing. Cheers from east of England, UK. Thank you very much for sending that over. We really appreciate hearing that.
0: Yeah. Awesome. awesome really. Cool. See you hey, there. Yeah, yeah. We're coming Feb- over February. 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 Yeah, Let right. us know what city and the address, and we'll mm-hmm. be you know crashing on your couch. But it's gonna be it's, <laughs> it's gonna be nice and chilly. So so pack warm. But I, I bet you know that in, in the UK, how, how cold that time of year gets. Awesome, Tony. Thank you for that push up. So m- moving on, we've got our, the usual. We've got our lesson. We're going to learn some new stuff today, where is and how is, and you know some, some tough words, but we'll get through it. And I'm really excited about it. We have an interview for the Super Slot Report. Our, our friend Matea from the pod is going to be on here, teach us really cool things. DJ Mo will kind of walk us through that, and that'll be, have a, we'll have a good time there. And, of course... The the coolest part of the show, I think most reviews like we got like what a good 40,000 reviews on the Molly Memento just yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Just. uh, Yeah. 40,000 likes and hearts and and all that stuff and teddy bears. But that's my, you know, my favorite. But here we go. Language lesson. Tony's giggling and I appreciate that. (laughs) Just to let you guys all know, I kind of did a little homework and looked at the last six episodes. So in total, congratulate yourselves. We've learned about 50 words. Say what? Wow. Yeah, 50 words. Um well last last week we learned 10. We counted from 1 to 10. I'm going to do it rapid fire. Jedan, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, Pretty cool, huh? That was rapid fire. Well done. Tony, yeah, can really you do one those. can you do one through 5, Tony? Nah. <laughs> nah how about Moses? Can you do it? Jedan, 2, 3, 4. Pet extra credit, chest sedan, awesome debit. Decent. Oh, yes, wow. Tony yeah. you got moated. <laughs> Tony, wow. how, you better practice for next time. I think I need to practice. You're gonna angle the spotlight on you. <laughs> okay, awesome. New material today. So, um, we had, um, you know, a question is, um, we've learned how to ask some questions, kako and and uh, kakosi. So, we learned kako. Let's learn another. Another way to ask the question. So, where is? So, for instance, where is the store? Where is the restaurant? So, where is? Is kind of it's kind of tricky. Yeah. So we have G D. That's our first two letters. G-dyeh. So it's kind of you making this G sound and a D sound really quick. So Tony G D. So it's kind of a tough word. Some dialects don't even pronounce the G. Don't even pronounce. They just say D. But we're gonna do it the correct way. It's gdye. Gdje, yeah. so good gdje, good, yeah, yeah. gdje, good, yeah, yeah. Is that confusing or what? Da. Yeah, yeah. So gdje <laughs> yeah is one word and yeah. So where is gdje, good, yeah? yeah. Gdje, good, yeah, yeah. Very good. Okay, so we're gonna learn five maybe five common places when you are in Croatia that you're gonna maybe ask someone for. Hey, um, where is? For instance, the first one, where is the main square? So the main square is where there's going to be people congregating and talking and chatting. I bet someone's going to be playing music, whether it's an accordion or violin. There'll be some some, some cafes around. It can direct you to the nearest site, whether it's a church, whether it's a, a store. So the main square is the Glavni Turg. Glavni Turg. So Glavni Turg. Glavni Turg. So yeah, glavni is main and turg, it's it's T R G. No no vowels necessary. Glavni Turg. Glavni Turg. So if I'm gonna ask the question, Tony, yeah, glavni turg. Gdyh je Glavni Turg. This is a tough, tough lesson, I think, huh? Yes, it is Yeah, some tough pronunciations But um, okay, so we've gone to the Glavni Turg, We've hung out, we've walked around And now you feel um, the stomach is gargling you you know, A little rumble th- in the tummy Rumble in the tummy You need to fill it up with some goodness Something you ate, Uncle Mike? Um, mm-hmm. I haven't actually, I haven't eaten it yet So uh, I need a um, little nom. I, I need a, some nom in there So how do you say restaurant? So restaurant is restaurant Restaurant Very good Restaurant. Restaurant. So, Tony, put that question for us together. Gdje
1: yeah, restaurant?
0: ye yeah, restaurant? So, in Croatia, you'll find pizzerias. You'll find places that serve chivap and awesome fish. And cevap, we'll, we'll have a, a good episode about how to make a really cool little meat, barbecued meat dish. Amazing. So, we have gdje yeah, restaurant? Gdje restaurant very good okay so you you visited the the, the main square walked around then you went to the restaurant and you had a good meal and then what you did was you pulled out your postcard and you're going to actually a human being is going to write something not an email not a not a facebook post but you're going to write someone a postcard say dear dj mo dear dj mo i am sitting in an amazing restaurant at the glavni turk in zagreb wish you were here Wish you were uh-huh. having... Yeah, I wish you were enjoying some <laughs> prosciutto and chivap with me. So where are you going to go take this postcard? That is... Tony should know this one. The post office. Tony? Posta. Posta. Oh, posta. Yeah, so gdje ye pošta? Gdje pošta? So the pošta is mail, but it's also the post office. So if you ask someone, hey, gdje pošta? Gdje pošta? They're going to direct you to... So it'll be a nice yellow sign. It'll say "Posta" and it's a little cool symbol. Tony, "Gde Posta?" "Gde Posta?" Okay, good. So we went to the main square, had some food, wrote a letter, took it to the post office. Walk outside that post office, and oh man, I gotta use the restroom. <laughs> this it's right time. Right now, do you gotta do that. No, I, th- I think I can. I can make it. But <laughs> the restroom. So we're gonna learn two different ways. So let's say you're staying at somebody's place. Let's say you're staying at a house or you're, you're over for dinner. And you want to ask, where is the restroom? So you would say, Gdzie je zachod?
1: Gdzie je zachod?
0: So the word for restroom or bathroom, actually the place where you go to, to the restroom is zachod. 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 Okay, okay, so that's kind of like the, the, the word you would use at someone's home, someone you're familiar with. But let's say you're at the bus station. Let's say you're at the airport. Let's say right, you're at a restaurant or somewhere a little bit more, some office building. So instead of saying zachod, you would say vetse. So vece is basically the letters WC, pronounced the Croatian way. And WC is water closet. I think it's a very European thing. Maybe, maybe the Aussies have it the same way and, and the Canadians. I'm, it's not a very common thing in the States. But you would say gdje je vece. Gdje So at somebody's home, you're going to say gdye je zachod and let's say somewhere a little bit more professional and unfamiliar is very nice, okay, so you've taken care of business and it's time to maybe pick up something before you go home. You wanna to go to the store or maybe so maybe do some souvenir shopping, but um. One way to say store. So there's different kinds of stores. There's a a, a a shopping center. There's a grocery store. But the main way to say store is
1: trgovina.
0: So Tony, let's let's take out that tr. It's tr. Trgovina.
1: Trgovina.
0: Right. So that trg is basically one really rapid fire syllable. Trgovina.
1: Trgovina.
0: Yeah, so you can see there's Glavni Trg, which is the main square, and Trgovina is a store. So it's kind of, you know, commerce, shopping. So where is the store? je Trgovina.
1: je Trgovina.
0: Yeah, everybody, we that's some complicated stuff there. Um, as, as always, you can find the uh, the translations and have it all written out for us on at let'slearncroatian.com. But um, yeah, thanks, thanks for listening to the lesson. Let's move on to the super Satko report. It's time for the Super Slotko Report. Hello, everybody. So we're moving on to the Super Slotko section of the episode. We have a special guest, uh, a good friend of the podcast, Matea. Matea, welcome to the podcast.
2: Thank you. Hello, everyone.
0: Hi, Matea. Hello. Hi. Hi guys. So so Matea was born in the old country and we brought her on. We've got some really interesting questions for her just so we can le- learn a little bit about Croatian life and what the families do and what kind of jobs people do and so we'll ask her some questions and she'll answer and and hopefully we'll have a good time doing it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, Matea.
2: Yes. Hi Matea. Hi. Are you, are you ready? <laughs> Hi, Mike. I'm ready.
0: All right. So, Matea, um, what types of things do families grow or, or make themselves normally, like something at home?
2: Well, on the island, all the people kind of do the same thing at the same time because a lot of things, they do everything seasonal. Mm-hmm. So, in fall, they everyone makes their own homemade uh, wine. And then after wine, they make vinegar. And then in October, around October, everyone starts picking olives. And it lasts about a month, depends on how many trees, you know, family has. Oh, wow. And usually, yeah, usually the whole family is involved because it's a lot of work and it takes a long time. And then they make olive oil. And then in springtime, it's, you know, they plant potatoes and all kinds of vegetables and stuff like that.
0: So so did you have to you obviously helped the family do that kind of stuff or
2: Yes yeah my yeah I grew up doing all that.
0: Oh wow. So did, did everyone do it? Was like what what did what did mom and what did mom do? What did dad do and what did you do exactly?
2: Well we would kind of all do the same thing. I mean picking picking them like uh, grapes or olives. We would all do it. My dad would climb on a ladder and do harder job, you know, go up and try to get the ones that were high on top. But me, my sister, and my mom, we would mostly pick the ones from the ground.
0: Oh, okay, wow. But
2: there's a, there's tons of them, you know? So it's, it takes forever to pick one tree.
0: Well, let's say, for example, your, your olive trees. How many trees did your family have?
2: Well, we had them in different sections of island, you know, how mm-hmm. our great-grandparents, how they used to buy land. So it's all over the place, but we had a lot. It would take us over a month to... Pick all of them.
0: Oh wow, that's a long time. Yeah, that's such a long time.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, and so what? What? What village are we talking about, so so everyone knows?
2: So it's uh, island Uglan, and village is Kuklitsa. Kuklitsa. And it's right across from Zadar.
0: Okay, so r- right across the water. What like the triact is like the ferry takes what half an hour to get there? You would say?
2: No, used to when I was young. Now it's the new ones, fifteen twenty minutes. Oh wow yeah oh
0: wow well. so um okay so you said you olives you guys so how much all olive oil would you guys be able to produce for yourselves
2: well it depends on a climate uh, if it's super windy or it's summertime if there's a lot of rain in the spring you don't olive trees don't produce that many olives If hmm. the climate is good then there's more olives and they have more oil in them sometimes there's a lot of olives on an olive tree but they're dry so they oh. don't produce much oil, so it all depends on what kind of year what it was
0: oh so the, how much how much rainfall the whatever season brought, so okay, yeah. And so would, your, would the family, would, would you guys use all of it? Would you share it with other families or trade it for it. other stuff? Yeah, would you sell it?
2: No, I mean, everybody does it. So some people, they, they would have a lot. They wouldn't do go, you know, on a Piazza. It's like a market where everyone comes and sells their own stuff. Yeah. But we just did it for ourselves. I got it. Yeah.
0: And, uh, then So, okay, so what would you use the olive oil for?
2: For everything and it tastes amazing
0: <laughs> and it...
1: did you bring yeah. any back home with you last time you were there
2: we do we do sometimes we bring it here but it's such a hassle to bring it and if they throw your luggage and if the oh. bottle breaks <laughs> oh. it's, it's not worth it and you go <laughs> yeah. through it so fast oh. but but the sorry go ahead i was
1: gonna say that'd be
0: terrible to clean out
2: <laughs> oh you your clothes is ruined yeah i still bring it
0: but, you just gotta make sure it's in a plastic bottle. I know my, my my brother just brought like a liter, like in a Coke bottle, of olive oil, and I haven't opened it yet, but I'm very excited to open it.
2: Uh lucky! <laughs> yeah.
0: And and then so picking the grapes, that was the same kind of thing. Did you guys have vines in, in, in your in your on the same area where the olive trees were, or in, in your? No,
2: vines uh, are on in different areas. So a lot of people have vines around their home, uh-huh. in their. You know how everyone has board and backyard kind of thing? And then they have wines there. And then we had it in some other section. It can't be around trees because it's all, you know, it's shallow.
0: I see. Yeah. So and it's, it's long. They've got to grow along a fence or something like that, or you put up wires. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. And that's the same kind of thing. You would kind of gather all the grapes together. And then how would you produce, like, what would be like a way that they would produce the wine? What would they do with all these grapes?
2: Well, they, we would pick grapes, but my dad would always buy extra because we didn't have any, that many mm-hmm. to make that much wine that he would like to make. But it, that was fun because it was st- you do that in September, so it's still beautiful weather. Uh-huh. Fall is great there in spring, but when you pick olives, it gets so cold.
0: Oh, so, wow. So this
2: was more fun to do. And then, so... We would all go and pick it, and then every family had their wood barrels where they would store the wine throughout the year. So wood barrels through the, uh, through the summertime and heat, they would sh- uh, shrink, so they would leak. So we would take them next to the sea and fill them with the water, with the seawater, and salt makes them expand.
0: Oh, wow. And then
2: you take them back home, and that's where you put the wine in, and you store it for a year.
0: Wow, man, you just that's, blew my mind. That's so yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. So so from from this batch, you could what? You could do wine and you said you could do vinegar too?
2: Well, after leftover grapes when once they, you know, the wine comes out from leftover grapes, they cook it and they put alcohol in it. I'm not sure how exactly that works, but that's how they make vinegar. Oh, wow. From all those, they put sugar and some other stuff. I'm not sure. And really then, how.
0: R- rakia, too, right? Wouldn't that come from, like,
2: rakia, a... Well, it depends. Rakia, they make from, you can make it from all these different weeds Oh. they have, and, you know. Got so
0: it. So depends what... like... Sorry, we should tell people what rakia is. Yeah, what, what is rakia?
2: So, rakia is kind of like a rubbing alcohol <laughs> but, oh. but but depends it's very strong so it's it's like taking a shot of tequila so you have a really bad tequila and you have a really good one
0: so it's yeah. the same
2: thing with rakia.
0: <laughs> oh. wow because so raquia you could drink yeah. obviously it's a really rough rough drink but if you're sick you use it to you know as as, as, as a rubbing alcohol i remember when I, when i was a kid Going to Croatia, I got sick one summer, and they would rub rakia on my feet.
2: Everywhere. Yes, my grandma would rub my whole body with it.
0: <laughs> so I would, so I <laughs> would smell like an old grandma when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but on our island, when it's so cold wintertime, all the old people they they all take shot of it in the morning, first thing in the morning, and then they're done with it for the day. But in the morning, to get warm and to oh. get circulation, I guess, going and
0: stuff. <laughs> So, and you were telling me before Your your family also does honey
2: uh, My dad's side of the family uh-huh. uh, had, They all They still do that My uncle and my aunts So yeah, so that's something we would do a Fall and spring You take the bees Springtime we would take them to Kornati, Which is not National Park And you would have them You know, do their thing there The bees
0: uh-huh.
2: I don't know how you say that, sorry
0: Probably pollinate. You know, cut, pollinate, pollinate, or produce yeah. honey. Yeah, yeah, produce their honeycomb, whatever yeah. they do. Yeah.
2: And then when it's uh, fall, we would take them to Tavelabit, which is a mountain. Oh wow! Uh, couple hours from the city where I lived. Yeah, and that's where they would go. And then we would, after that, couple months after they would be there, we would make honey. So my dad, we all had our, you know, uniforms.
0: Oh all wow! Tight,
2: for protection. And then my dad and my uncle they would do the bee, They would be next to the bees and take the how you call those things the honeycomb where they make. Yeah, they would take that out and they would bring it to us. And then we had this um, metal stainless steel barrel and it's round and you put them in and then you start spinning them and honey's coming out.
0: Oh wow! Oh man, yeah. <laughs> you guys should do a reality TV well, show. I totally So, so that. Your, your family did all of this together then
2: yeah we would all especially for the honey it's so much work uh-huh. so we would all come like my cousins my aunts my uncles my grandma it would be like a whole thing the whole day with the whole family and we would bring food and we would be in a by the water or on the mountain
0: wow what, what a great way to get everybody together
1: so
2: yeah it
0: was
1: so do you have like a, a favorite like you, you did a lot of stuff, obviously. Do you guys have like, or do you specifically have a favorite thing that you used to do over there with your family? One thing that stuck out that you—I oh, I can't wait for this one. You know,
2: my favorite thing would probably be. Uh, there's two things. My dad had a this wooden cart that he would take barrels when we would make grapes to to the, next to the water to fill them with sea. So on the way back, he would drive my sister and I all over the place with that thing.
0: Oh. And it's very
2: low, and it's very um, rough. Uh-huh. So it was really fun for us. It was like, you know, we didn't have roller coasters over there. Oh, so that, that was like was
0: your buggy kinda, ride. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then another thing in springtime, we would go looking for uh, wild asparagus in the woods. Oh, Around wow. the olive trees, and they grow in the wild and then we would all compete like who would get the most
0: wild asparagus. So, <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. You know, A A so A Matea Tony has a question for you.
1: So, with all the um the stuff that you did like, was there anything maybe one thing that you didn't like to do?
2: Um the worst thing that when we would get super cold by the end of November, when we would, or, or beginning of November and end of October when we were picking olives and the tree would you wouldn't be able to finish a tree in a day so you would have to come back to the tree and then you would want to finish or the night right and it would get already afternoon and it gets super cold and you're picking olives and your hands are freezing and oh, wow. they're dark from olives they're black and it's just freezing and all you want to do is go home
0: <laughs> that sounds like hard so, work yeah that's not too fun
2: that was the worst uh. And then you're trying to hurry as a kid because you want to help your family, but at the same time, you're so over it.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Well, okay. So our, our last question is, do you have like any one good story that you'd like to share? Like was like a there a crazy
1: one or something that sticks out to you? Yeah.
0: Like did you, did you fall in, in, the, in the wooden Somebody barrel one time or, you know, or something <laughs> like, like what was a really fun one, a really interesting story?
2: So summertime my older parents they would sit on a Riva. I don't know Mike if you can explain what Riva is. The Riva is basically the
0: have... the waterfront where people like pedestrians can walk, you can sit, they would have cafes along there. So yeah, that's what be like a Riva. A boardwalk? Yeah, a yeah, boardwalk. There you go.
2: Yeah. So we would our parents would sit there on the benches with their friends and neighbors and they would all talk and us as kids we would run around and play there. Yeah. So we there, we would climb all over the boat and play on the boat. So I fell in between the boat and Riva, which is... Oh, oh and wow. I Yeah, and I went below the boat. And so my dad and all the cousins and neighbors, they all started jumping <laughs> and tried to get me out. And I remember opening my eyes and I was underneath the boat and all I could see is like little green and all black. And it was terrifying. That was probably the worst story. How old were you? But that happened to every single cousin or friend of mine. Oh, wow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How old were you?
2: I think I was around seven or eight.
0: Wow. Well, wow, it's like a rite of passage yeah. over there. <laughs> so you fell yeah. in between the, the boat and the Riva. Like you're in this, it's kind of shallow, and, and you just slipped kind of further down under the boat. It
2: wasn't shallow because it was where the big, big boats oh. were, you know, the fishing Whoa. boats. So I fell right in between them. Oh my God. So it wasn't, it was maybe, okay, six feet deep. That's, so not too crazy, but for a kid, for a, for a
0: seven, seven, eight, six-year-old, that's 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 monstrous.
2: Yeah, I wasn't playing on the boats anymore after that.
0: Oh, uh, I bet. Oh my you God! Know. And then, so everyone jumped in and obviously saved you.
2: Yeah, they, yeah. I, otherwise, I would have drowned. Oh
0: my Lord! Wow, that that's a that's a really scary story. Yeah.
2: <laughs> wow. And my sister, my sister felt she was giving uh, bread to fishes, fishy, 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 and. Uh, off she goes on her head. First.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I've luckily wouldn't been over there. I was too afraid of the water. I wasn't a good swimmer, so I would keep my distance, knowing there was gonna be some cousin that's gonna push me in. I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna even take this risk. I was a scaredy cat.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but when you grow up on an island, your water is your life, so you're free and wild and oh yeah. It was right after wartime, so we didn't have many toys to play with, you know.
0: Oh, wow. You
2: had to use your imagination.
0: Wow. Wow, that's wonderful. Yeah. And, Mathea, I, we're going to wrap it up. That, that that was great. We really, really enjoyed this interview. I, I'm glad you did this with us.
2: Okay, cool. I hope it was okay.
0: Oh, it was great. We we all <laughs> learned a lot. Uh, it was a good time. Um, so, yeah, everybody, that, that was um that was Matea telling her some uh, some family stories about what her what her parents and what her family did back in the day.
1: Matea, thank you so much. Can we have you back sometime? Of course. Yeah. yeah right. Thank you.
0: We'll, thank we'll, you. Think, we'll think of some more thank things. Thank you for to ask having me. You. Thanks so much, Matea. Bye now. That was a really great interview, guys. I mean, I I learned a bunch. Thank you so much, Matea. That was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We we can't wait to have you on again. We'll find something cool to talk about. DJ Mo, what time is it?
1: time for your Molly Mento.
0: Little rumble in the tummy. Rumble in the tummy.
1: That's it for Molly
0: Wow, what a great show, everybody. That was, it's been our longest show, probably most fun, most stuff to learn, the old country, the language. Yeah, if you want to find out more, let's learn You'll see the translations on there, you'll see the Super Slotko report. You can also find our podcast on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, and Google Podcasts. You can follow us and get in touch with us on, on our Facebook page. LLC Pod and our Instagram page also LLC Pod. Our twiddle Twitter handle is twiddle twiddle. twiddle twiddle. Our Twitter handle is at LLC underscore Pod. If you want to send us any um, any uh, complaints, any uh, um, c- c- recommendations, any uh, ideas, any um, things you want to learn about, please email us info at let's learn croatian com. And to, to wrap it all up, from the Let's Learn Croatian team, Tony D. Vala, Bog, and DJ Mo. Dovidenia. Yeah, goodbye and la everyone.
1: La